0: Welcome to another episode of Hughes Interviews. I'm joined uh, in this episode by Kath Atkins and Cashmere Cinnamon. Uh, Kath is the writer of Eyes Wide Woke. Uh, Cash is the director. I'm going to say Cashmere because Cash and Kath sound pretty similar. Um, And I mumble sometimes. Uh, So Eyes Wide Woke is a brand new Australian play that will be on from the 21st of January to the 1st of Feb uh, for the Midsummer Festival. I mean, we'll come back to that. But uh, first of all, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having us my absolute pleasure um so uh what i like to do is i guess start from the start what, where you, what got you into your creative uh fields uh, so does anyone want to volunteer we have cash up first so, <laughs> so um, uh you are directing this one but this is your debut as a director so we can start with the acting and get through the directing as we go yeah uh, um, what, what got you that gave you the acting bug gee,
1: that's really hard to kind of pinpoint because it's so long ago. Mm. Um, I think I was in high school, I might've been like year nine and I was doing acting classes outside of school and yeah, I just, uh, uh, somewhere in those kind of teenage years, I, it hit me that I couldn't see myself doing anything other than this with my life. And then so many people along the way went oh, you've actually got a little bit of talent and then other people would be like, if you can do anything other than this, please do that because it's really hard and it's such a slog and you have to Mm -hmm. sacrifice so much if you actually want to stick at a creative um, career and that didn't deter me. So I thought that was probably a good sign that I should stick with that. That's a pretty solid sign. Yeah. Yeah. So then... No backup, all of that. No, exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. So, um, at the end of high school, I didn't put down, you know, a second option of a university course that I had no interest in. I just put down the one thing and I, I did get it luckily Great trained for three years and, um, So where did you go for that?
0: So I'm um, from Brisbane.
1: So the, um, the course at QUT there is kind of an equivalent mm. to VCA, I suppose. Um, all those kind of conservatory style things like Whopper and NIDA and mm. everything. It's probably not as well recognized. You've got more great stuff come out of it though. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, there's a, a guy in The Year Above Me. I'm guessing Brenton won't ever hear this, but The <laughs> Guy in The Year Above Me has been in films with Angelina Jolie, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. Helen Mirren, Jeff Bridges. It's amazing. Amazing, Like, yeah. he's taken off. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's a good course. And um, especially for screen, I think, mm. it kind of lends itself more yes. to that. Especially
0: with that kind of stuff. It's what you make of it. Totally. You, could, you could be going to the best, you know, you could go to RADA. Mm. But if you're not doing much with your time there, it doesn't really matter, does Yeah. It? yeah. yeah. And so what got you into writing?
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, coincidentally... It, I don't want to say this is the reason, but the time, coincidentally, that I started to really enjoy like, writing and I suppose reading more so within a real interest. I had a really attractive English teacher. I'm not saying that was the cause, but it's an interesting correlation, correlation that can't be ignored. Um, I think I've told you about this teacher anyway. Yes. I yeah. love him very much. Let's hear the story. Oh, no, oh, there's too many, and they're all oh, just too inappropriate. No, they're not. <laughs> no, I don't want to get him in trouble. <laughs> Everything was On
0: the record, everything On... is above yes.
2: He did once to answer the phone and said, I'm so sorry, this is my wife. And he left the room and none of the girls in his English class knew he had a wife. Because first of all, how dare he? I'm rude. And when he left, <laughs> this girl, I won't name her, although I really want to, literally
0: went... <laughs> <he didn't> stabbed.
2: <laughs> and I felt the same way.
0: Oh, yeah. You just died. internalized it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: there was. It was like a like all the winds had got out of me. The devastation, knowing he had a Mm. wife, which I've never gotten over. So,
1: (laughs) oh, we've all got that teacher, don't we? At school, where you find out they've got a significant other and one yeah. piece of your diet.
2: He was close to 60 though. To be totally honest with you, he, he wasn't your usual type. But all the girls in my class were infatuated with him. He a
0: silver fox in a house. Oh
2: boy, oh. that man! Anyway,
0: this, this has so, gone off topic. Um, we've gone a little bit off topic there. Um, so writing. So that's Oh yeah. Maybe. So I guess a bit the first actually.
2: time I met Mr. A was. No. I'm <laughs> Um, uh, I, I to, to tell you the truth, I, I loved, I was writing stories when I was a little girl. I was like making stories up when I was, I mean, I was just lying from a young age. <laughs> I just loved lying. Yeah, me too. Lying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <been> <laughs> makes
0: for great acting training. Kind of. So they're just really complex and you know, subtle lies with many layers to them.
2: And yeah, um, my yeah. whole life is a narrative, really. <laughs> you never know. Um, no, I just, ever since I was a little girl, I couldn't tell you the beginning. But mm. I was writing and it was painting. Great i just remember like the first two things i was just like "Mum would put paper in front of me and i don't know it just felt really good i didn't have a more
0: and so then um you went on to study it after
2: i after did school. yeah well i did my undergrad i knew i wanted to tell stories Well, I like, and initially i was insistent that it needed to be film. i don't know why but i had this thing i really wanted to tell stories to film, but i didn't know like where i fit into that um, and because I do paint and I'm very interested in visual art, I, mm-hmm. y- you know, I, do you film know what I mean? There's so lots of facets that. that I yeah. could have gone down. So I, I did my undergrad in film where I definitely tried on like every different role. And I left film school and I hated everything except writing, which I hated the least. <laughs> if anyone's been to film school, I'm sure they'll know what I mean about hating everything. <laughs> um, and I thought, well oh, shit, sure, okay, this is the one that seems the least horrible. And mm-hmm. then I went to VCA to do my master's and then I fell in love with it. Great. I always loved it, but I really kind of, it really, I don't know, it changes. And I definitely fell in love with it through, I mean, my education there was great, don't get me wrong, but through the people that I met there and their love for it was so Mm. infectious. And then I found my own kind of place within that.
0: It's amazing how that works. I I was always a bit uh, about Shakespeare, there, but then my teacher at uni was so passionate about it and explained it in a way that made so much sense to me that I've been... A big fan ever since yeah. yeah passion
2: is really infectious and i know i know i've already talked about my english teacher but he <laughs> loved
0: english
2: english but he loved <laughs> literature in a way that was beyond just getting us to get good grades and mm. this, was, this was year 12 as well and he just he definitely ignited a love of like the way things could be phrased to have such power and just make you feel a certain way mm. So, I guess he is the beginning. I don't know. Well, there you go. We'll,
0: we'll attribute it to him. <laughs> anyway. The Shakespeare one is an
1: interesting note because I have a, a similarish story. I don't have a, a particular person mm. that um, sparked the love in me for it. But um, in, in high school, there were two classes I fell asleep in. One of them was friends <laughs> and the other one was studying Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and I have since performed Romeo <laughs> like... In, in French? Or? No, not in French. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I've since performed it over a hundred times. And we get it,
0: cashmere. really, really love it. Awesome. No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful He was Juliet <clears throat> every time. But I, yeah. That's right. It's um, um, it's a, and that was, uh, was a, you beat me to it, that was I'm guessing with Complete Works yeah. primarily. Yeah. So that um so you're Shakespeare, you got to explore it in yes. Complete Works. While we're here we might as well yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um what is what does complete works do there for people who don't
1: they know. They are um theatre and education company, uh, based at the beautiful Abbotsford Convent yeah, in London. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, it's it's really Really rewarding and really interesting to work for a company like that. That their aim is to ignite a passion in those students for the first time and give them an insight um, into something that is basically a foreign language and is really really hard to access at first mm-hmm. and especially off the page. If you're just trying to translate it off the page, oh, cool. it doesn't make sense. But it's not. It's not a novel it's a mm. play it's meant to be seen and heard
0: so i i find i struggle even just with reading plays by myself totally get caught up and like oh shit what what has this character been doing this whole time and
1: but you get a few friends around and you read you it out read loud them. and yeah it yeah it just love. makes
0: it so much more accessible and interesting and, and compelling which is really cool mm. yeah um so uh i guess back to you cat um, so you, the, the masters was screenwriting, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, um, how does, uh, writing a play, I guess, is there a lot you can take from screenwriting or is there a major difference for you? What did, how did you find writing your first, um, stage play?
2: Oh yeah. I, I mean, like story is universal and character more specifically, mm-hmm. I think definitely, um, translates across all mediums, all the kind of ground, like the theory and all that. You know, book, play, movie—it's all
1: and time. W- what do you mean? And and time, like over hundreds of years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, and like archetypes, and also, you know, what it means to be human. I mean, we're not that different. You know, what I mean, we still have very similar struggles. Yeah, but, like
1: Oedipus, exactly. That's, yeah, I've gone I, through that. I know you are <laughs> <laughs> might Just be you, man. <laughs> uh,
0: Universal, right? Well, yeah. Everyone feels. It's complex for everyone. Um, sorry. sorry. No, 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 no.
2: I'm literally gathering my thoughts, so that was actually very helpful. Um, <laughs> but, but the logistics. So when you write mm. for screen, really, other than, I guess, a novel, you have a lot of freedom because you're like, well, oh, we can just cut here. And I love montages, as you've since recently discovered reading my... Um, a
0: bit more difficult in a play format.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. If I could have put a montage in this play, I would have. If, there was, if I thought I could, it'd be the whole thing, it'd be a montage. But... um. Yeah, like you just, you don't have, you've got really, I mean, lie, I knew going in my first one, I wanted to do one room, one night. I know you can cut in place, like you can have axe, but yeah. I didn't feel like I was ready to drive that car yet. I was like, I'm going to just go on my little tricycle oh and I'm boy. just going to do one room, one night, bang. And that was my idea as well, which was useful. But um, when I was learning to write or training to write for screen, I was taught that dialogue was poison and that mm. um, to avoid it, yeah, I know it's funny to avoid it like the plague mm. because it, you it, you should always show and never tell. And and although that is still true in theatre, um, it's you know there's <laughs> people are on stage. You know they've got to have some chatting. But I didn't find it that hard because, as I said in another interview, I'm a dialogue-heavy person. <laughs> <laughs> even though I was taught to not be dialogue heavy, but I am in my everyday life. So it really wasn't that hard to write a character that talks a little shit. There you go. Cause I just have to look in. Just record yourself like... and go walk
0: around. <laughs> As I'm
1: sure has become self-evident already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dialogue heavy person. Like I've already
2: brought up Mr. Andrews like two minutes. Two ahead.
0: seconds. Couldn't help yourself. <sighs> um,
2: oh my, his name? Anyway. Well, it doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, I can edit that out. <laughs> no, I feel like he's not going
2: to like, what are the chances?
0: Yeah, well, this is the first episode of Teacher's Pet Part (laughs) 2. Hopefully that is not true. We are just joking. It is a gag. Um, (laughs) Great. So uh, I guess we'll jump back a little bit to screenwriting. So... um, uh, I, I've heard you on Movie Maintenance, and other podcast. Did you actually? Yeah, yeah. Which I, episode did you listen Tom, to? i so oh, yeah. so Tom's i listened to quite a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Had some time um, But so you guys... Just my
2: quality fluctuates a uh, lot. <laughs> if anyone who's uh, heard that show and listened to the High School Musical episode, they'll understand what I'm saying. But they're not all just gags. Like, yeah.
0: But Sorry, it, go no, on. it was, no, it was great. Um, <laughs> and so that, I guess, helped you hone the idea of pitching ideas and then uh, i know you wrote an episode for heroes as well I Did yeah so yeah. i guess well, what was those what were those experiences like Like with uh movie maintenance were you given like uh, a very short amount of time to prepare a pitch or what how did that all operate
2: it well movie maintenance was kind of cool because it was a little bit self-driven and like we put our hand up and we said i want to do this so um. And then, you know, usually we just recorded when someone was ready, but there were a few times when they're like, no, we're recording on this day, so you have two weeks. But we always had ages. They were never really that rushed. We always had a lot of time to do it because we only recorded once a week and there was so many of us that all wanted to pitch an idea. No, it was really helpful in in learning how to pitch. Not to say that I'm any good now because (laughs) I'm not. I actually had to pitch my play to my Uber driver just before and I butchered it. But I definitely have improved from where I was because I was just terrible i mean i'm you know so many i guess australians are just really bad at selling themselves and Total anytime decent. i'd have to talk about something i was writing i was like oh it's just this really bad thing with this really stupid character it's really terrible you done.
0: definitely shouldn't say this fucking say yeah.
2: It, yeah like that's verbatim what i say <laughs> to people like all the time so it's better than that <laughs> but yeah it, it totally teaches you how but it also taught me a lot about story as well because you had to Oh, looking at anything that's failed and what doesn't work about something, you know, you learn so much from that. So examining mm. something and not just saying, oh, that was bad, but actually being like, okay, well, why, why, why did I hate mm, that? Mm, why, and yeah. what could have been done differently? And maybe
0: what were they trying to achieve with that? But Totally.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, like I didn't, my favorite episode that I, that I did, sounds like so narcissistic, but anyway, um, it was I, Tonya, because I actually really liked I, Tonya, but I was like missed opportunity for yeah. something even cool and more yeah. surreal.
1: So. Yeah. I want to pick your brain, but I should probably just go and listen to this. Just, it's episode. actually like yeah. Yeah. Really one good of the difference.
2: few things that I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. actually kind of interesting, I suppose. But um, it's a great
0: idea. I loved it. I, I want, yeah. I want them to all get back together and do more yeah. stuff. Yeah, get the band I, back somewhat. together. I kind of mm.
2: just, I was there for like a year and a half, and then it disbanded. So I was still just like so excited, like a puppy, to be involved. Yeah. Whereas they were all like, eh, yeah, doing it been for been years. Who cares?
1: Yeah. I was like, no. Um, but yeah, that w- thing of going and. Learning from a bad um, something that you've watched that you think that's terrible, but then asking the question I think that's so great mm. I really love going and seeing things with Gabe, yeah, or you see it, whatever. Yeah. I see bits and pieces, I don't say heaps, but um, when I do go and see it, it's so nice to have other theater going people with you to discuss afterwards mm. Mm. Oh, the best because <laughs> so often I go with very harsh like critics and. And I was like, oh, no, this was off and that was off. I was like, was it? I guess so. I don't know. I kind of got swept up by the emotional story mm. of this person or whatever. And then they'll go, yeah, but don't you see how this was a missed opportunity? Or mm. that was undercut by the direction. And I go, oh, yeah, you're yeah. so right. Or the other way around. Creatives... You know, I'll go, I hated that. And someone else is like, but the writing was amazing. Was yeah. Like, yeah, but it wasn't real shown real story off. Story. Yeah.
2: Because creatives don't just watch... Really, any piece of art, or well, the art that they are kind of they um work within, mm. we we're always looking at like the nuts and bolts. Like we want to like pop the hood open and be like, what they do, and like sometimes you'll come across something like that's so beautiful that you lose that, but yeah. it's rare. Even good things, I'm still just like, but how did they do that? Like, what is going on yeah. there? What's the magic trick? Kind I kind of
1: thing. think that way about music, mm. and um, I, I always think of when I was like four or five years old, my. My dad would play classical music in the car, like on the radio. And, um, I, I remember him asking like, what's that instrument? What do you hear there? And what's this? Mm. And so from that really, really young age, I was dissecting music. And so now it's like, I have to switch off so that I don't pull apart all the pieces and go, that's in a funny time signature or, Mm. oh, (laughs) they've changed that same Melody from this instrument to that instrument. Oh, cool! That's interesting. It's like I can't just switch off and enjoy it. Do you ever miss <laughs> that, that? That?
2: that? kind of bliss of not overthinking. Oh, I
1: can. I, I can turn it off. You now. can yeah, totally. Oh. But yeah,
2: well, that's good. That's a relief really, for it's, you.
0: It's lucky you can. You yeah. can enjoy you know, enjoy it. You'd never enjoy anything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just goes home and screams into a wall. <laughs> it, what was, was the time like, signature <laughs> of that scream? <laughs> 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 Um, and uh, uh, jumping back to the heroes. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, so what's it? Because I'm guessing it wasn't the pilot you. No, what, no. So what's it like coming into partway through a story and then, I guess, adding to the story, but within the already created world or the this this is what needs to be achieved. Yeah. By the end of this episode.
2: I loved plotting it, at, and because we were there was a group of us as well, and I luckily knew most of the people in that room going in, so it was nice to. Familiarity of like my, my friends, I loved plotting. I love plotting in general. I think it's so fun because it's like a puzzle, but you don't know what all the pieces are. I really, really like plotting. Um, but in terms of actually then going away and writing my episode, because mm. we did spend the time to plot, that wasn't hard. I knew what the beats I needed to hit were, so that was easy. But what was interesting, and you've seen heroes, right.
0: Um, I've listened, there's a radio play. Oh yeah, I listen to the radio play.
2: Yeah. So, so you know the story. Um, I really like heroes as a piece of writing in terms of the technique of it. I think it's a really well um, written piece. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the subject matter, I literally have like I'm just so removed from it, <laughs> and I it's so far from anything that I'm like kind of drawn to. So that was my fear going into that. I was like, I don't know if I can really tell this story because I am just not. I'm nothing like these characters, and I'm not interested in their world, other than I like the story. And what I did was, is when we were playing out the episodes, I was like, I like a little hook. As soon as I saw an episode that had something that wasn't really about the music, because that I'm not interested in, like <laughs> yep. rock stars in any shape yeah. or form. As soon as I saw something, and it was my episode, um, is, a, is a blossoming romance between two characters, two B characters. As soon as I saw that, I just like mine. Like I was very greedy, and mm-hmm. I said that one. Okay. So I found that in, and luckily, thinking about that rumor writers, I was probably. They probably didn't care.
0: Um, <laughs> they wanted the music. Yeah, they
2: were, you know because it was about, it was like a little, my episode was a little romance. And so I knew, I was like, well, that I can write. Or I at least can understand so I can try and write. Mm. Yeah, so that's how I kind of tackled it. I found my little slice, even though as a, I couldn't have written that series. I just couldn't have. I just didn't have the insight or the understanding in any shape or form. But I could write that episode. I could write Two People Fallen in Love. I like that stuff. I'm a girl. It's good stuff.
0: <laughs> it is good stuff. Um, back to you, Kashmir. Um, so, uh, not only have you done a fair bit of theatre, uh, a lot for Bitten by, which is the production company doing this current show, um, but you, you're also in a Netflix series. Can you tell us a bit more about that? <coughs> um,
1: since the last interview I did, yes, I can tell you now because <laughs> oh, really? the cast list has been released and, and all of that. Um, yes, yeah, so. Let me start by saying it is a very small role in a very, very big production. So it's like a small fish in the big pond, which is, you know, I'd always prefer that over being the big fish in a small pond. Less um, pressure. Yeah, well, less pressure, but um, just so exciting to be involved in something such on such a big scale. Um, so yeah, it's called Clickbait uh, and it's, um, I'm not sure when it's going to be released but um filming is still going till i think it's march or may this year so great I imagine it will take a while in post-production and everything um, but yeah very interesting some of the casts there like zoe kazan is the lead lady um and any um any fans of tennessee williams or cat on hot tin roof uh, alia kazan was the director for that on broadway Uh, and it's his granddaughter. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's that little connection to, you know, years in Mm theatre, and her husband is Paul Dano, who is also very well-known in his own right, but she's, um, she's, yeah, a wonderful actress, and I'm playing the her gay best friend there you go it's weird i seem to get typecast as either the psychopath um, <laughs> the tech whiz or the gay best friend it's funny how typecasting happens like that it's like i'm none of those yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean people have told me it's the blue eyes i don't know what that is like some people go oh they're so beautiful and loving and caring and then other people like they're icy and cold and dead I don't know what it is.
0: It's
2: Quite a pendulum swing, as yeah. Well, like
0: yeah. no in between. Yeah. Who well, is
2: it? Is it the people you're murdering that think they're?
0: Like, what about your relationship with them? Nine out people? of ten victims say yeah. the people are screaming at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um And so, how, how do you find uh, the the main difference between you know film acting and stage acting? Is it just the technical aspect of this? Is all it's Uh, for people at home? I am holding up a box around the top half of my body. Like this is all that can be seen, chopping off head and shoulders. Yeah. Um. You know what? If you'd asked me
1: five or ten years ago, I probably would have said yes. Mm. That on stage it's all big and over the top and Mm. not so realistic, whereas on film it has to be super realistic. It's. I disagree with that definition now, I think, in theatre, especially if it's intimate theatre, mm. you're so close to these real people that you're, everyone's bullshit radar is mm. so good. And you and, enjoy everyone in as well. Yeah, so I'm not sure that that's the difference. I think the big difference is continuity, so that in, um, in theatre, obviously, once you're on stage, if you don't leave the stage, then there's no dropping the ball. Mm. Whereas in film, it's like, all right, now we're doing the next take, and all right, that take goes for thirty seconds, and then we're cutting, and everyone relaxes, and then all right, now we're all on again, and um, and the rehearsal period, that the rehearsal period for um, right. theatre, like here, we've been rehearsing since well, auditions were in September, yeah, and callbacks were in October, and we've been rehearsing since. Whereas uh, on clickbait, I rocked up on set and the rehearsal was the first time we were shooting. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the main difference. I think that mm-hmm. you just have to come in and just go drop in and go. Yeah.
0: That is a pretty vast difference. <laughs> yeah. Vast difference. <laughs> it's all, it's all, I guess comes down to your personal preparation at that point. Yes. Yeah. No rocking up with the script in hand. They won. No, 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 no. Um, now here's a question for both of you guys. Um, what's it What's it like um, working in the room with the you know with each other? So um, have you been in the room uh, for rehearsals as the writer, and have you been updating it and and, <laughs> and you know going along with what's been offered, stuff like that? How do you guys find that? <laughs> I guess I am so interested in what uh, your I answer
1: is going to be. <laughs> I really want to hear you answer this question
2: <laughs> I really want to mess with you like I'm literally rifling through gags and like tossing them out I'm like too mean, too mean this is,
1: Mrs. Kath's MO <laughs> is just make a gag out of anything and everything I'm,
2: like, I'm literally trying to not do it as much with you because I know you're all all about emotions and being, you know
1: Oh my god, that being... makes me sound like such a no, wanker No, I didn't mean like that <laughs> like, oh, like, You're I'm all about it. emotions no, and stuff, so I can't not. be funny I can't be true to myself around no, you I, I have to be...
2: I'm gonna answer the question. We can find you later. Okay, (laughs) let's do that. (laughs) I asked. um, Well, I I knew in my head very early on, but I asked at some point early on Mm -hmm. that to I didn't. I was didn't want to be in the room for any of the rehearsals. And as of today, Friday the Mm seventeenth of January, twenty twenty, I have not seen anything like not even a millisecond i don't know how i would have seen a millisecond but (laughs) not even that um i've seen nothing i that's what i wanted um you know i'm sure if 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 you wanted me in the room i would have but i didn't want to because it's like a christmas present to yourself Mm -hmm. i haven't even like read the script because i'm like I want it to be all a surprise for me. Also, I just she hasn't didn't... read the
1: script that she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> what she means is she hasn't read the changes oh, and the edits. and you, things Well, that yeah, but I also
2: well, read it like recently is what I mean. Sorry, yeah. sorry. There will be there will be gags that I've forgotten, mm. and I know this is gonna this is gonna sound narcissistic, but I'm gonna laugh at my own stuff because <laughs> you can't laugh at something you remember really well. Like laughter comes from the element of surprise. Mm. So, like, I wanted to be surprised when I see it. So I'm gonna see it. On forty-eight hours, I'm going to see it on Sunday, and I'm very, very excited. I'm yeah. beside myself. Um, I was there though, just to note, I was in the room for auditions, hmm. so yes. it's not like I know nothing. I know the, I've met the actors, and they're hmm. all lovely and all. Uh, I wouldn't like. <laughs> I couldn't be happier with them. Like I, under, I just think they're beyond talented and perfect for the parts.
0: Well, you mentioned auditioning. We'll come back to your thoughts on the, the sort of process. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave the room first. This, this one is uh, specifically for you, uh, Kashmir, because uh, you've been on the other end. Uh, what's it like being on the on the creative side of the desk? <laughs> so did, it, did you pick up anything for actors that would be very helpful? Absolutely. Um, it, it, being involved
1: with bit by over the course of a few shows, um, has helped, but definitely on this one where at the end of the day, the casting decisions were up to me. Definitely. The lesson is when you walk into an audition or a job interview, don't carry this, this thinking that they're out to find your faults. They're out to like prove that you're the wrong person for the job. You're the wrong person for the role. It's the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. When you're on the other side of casting or giving someone a job, you actually want to be proven right. You Mm -hmm. want the role to be filled. You want them to be the perfect person and be more than you ever imagined and show you, yeah, more than you had in mind. So this... This kind of assumption of deficit when we walk into an audition room or an interview is, is just the opposite of what is true. Um,
2: Cause we talked a lot, like in terms of like after someone would leave and we discuss what we thought of the audition, we talked a lot more about what worked about them. Mm -hmm. We really didn't talk that much about what didn't work. We were like, Oh no, no, but they nailed this part. Oh, but she nailed this part. Do you know what I Mm -hmm. mean?
1: And really the hard decisions weren't about oh, are they good? It was, are they right for this role?
2: With this other cast member.
1: With this other cast member. That's right. Like the combination of people. Putting the puzzle
2: together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so off, actually, I think the, the girl playing Valerie didn't audition for Valerie or she really had a preference for one of the other roles. Yeah. And then we kind of went, actually, like she's excellent, but I don't think that's the right role. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm. she
2: was just so talented. Mm. We just were like
1: And we also said no to very talented people oh. because it was just about I the mean, combination.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I didn't actually have to do it. You had to do I that. I don't to even do know it, yeah. how you did that. That wasn't fun. I just quit if that was And my I choice. knew
1: the people as well. That's that was hard. Yeah. I mm. don't oh,
2: know how you did that. That was because they were so good. <laughs> there yeah. were people that we could have cast and it like I'm sure it would have been excellent. Like just amazing Just different. Just different, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And how was your experience being on the desk and uh, seeing your words come to life in many different interpretations?
2: Well, I mean, I'm sort of still kind of yet to do Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say, I haven't actually seen it. I'll see it on Sunday for the very first time. I guess I saw it in the auditions, but mm. I wasn't really thinking about that as much. Actually, that's not quite true. There, What I really liked about auditions was some of the characters, <laughs> actors um, like ad-libbed a little and added things and I was like oh my god that's great I want to add that in like I liked that part of it like all the little extra things details mm. looks that I hadn't written or I hadn't pictured mm. that I was like no that's perfect
1: and um, not that I am a professional casting director so don't take this as sacrosanct but that's the stuff that I totally got off on that's the stuff that I love to see So oh I, I would say like that's that's a lesson I'm taking mm. away is not to be afraid of doing that stuff yeah not to be afraid to go off script and yeah, show your true colours because that's totally. amazing to that's watch.
0: That's um, uh, do you know Emily Joy? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, I went says. to I went to
1: high school with her. Oh,
0: across Queensland. Yeah,
1: and then we've gone our own ways in come terms of yeah, creative parts, <laughs> And then we've come back here. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what, whenever you go in to do a tape with her, she'll always say, um, that always really helps me is um, don't take the punctuation as gospel. Yes. Do what you want with, with what's there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I said that to my actors on day one. Yeah. Uh, ignore the punctuation. Ignore the italics. Ignore the capitalisation of things. Um, <laughs> Just sorry, ignore, Kath. But basically, Kat everything that's a All the cat's Kat, intentions. You know, ignore the words. Ignore going to improvise. Your yourself. eyes are icing and cold. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen
2: them in this light before. <laughs> no, I mean they looked no. It's funny. I want it's, it's really important to blow that stuff away. I mean, part of what I want on Sunday, or not want. I, sorry, I don't need this, but like part of why I didn't want to be on the room is because I wanted it all to be a surprise, and mm. I was like, I hope these actors take these characters, translate them into something I couldn't even picture before, and that's just me being selfish because I like I like a good, you know, I would like to, I want to want, enjoy it, but I don't, you know, I want it to be theirs, and if that's something different to what I pictured. That's that's better in a sense. You know, it's a collaboration. Mm. I like that stuff. People making it real and honest.
0: Yeah. So, where did the idea for the show come from? Is it a, is it eyes wide? Oh, Satan.
2: Um, no, 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 no. Um, eyes wide Shut, um, you No, know, that that name came along. In fact, that name was literally a joke name. Eyes wide woke was yeah. a joke name, and then we just crossed everything else up, and we're like, well, this is what we've got left. So <laughs> that's what we're stuck with.
0: <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the 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 name that we wanted at first. Yeah. Click we realised. I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> Already <later>. taken. So.
2: <laughs> Which actually would kind of work for this show in a weird way. I think it would. We anyway. can fight about it later.
1: We'll fight about it later in the car home. Do you want me to be um. taking a
0: these things <laughs> you now <guys laughs> had to fight about? <laughs> That'd be good, actually. So we've got, no, um, we've got the name the title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, the original name all made us laugh. Mm. But then we thought, you know what? It might put off the people that we want to come and see mm. the show.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, it's perfect, but if you can't get the person in the room yeah. to then get the joke with the name, then it doesn't mean anything.
2: It's almost, perfect after the show. Yes. After you get yeah. what we're trying to say, before you get it, you might just think we're being really obnoxious. And yeah. we are, but that's <laughs>
1: the
2: point. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Tone is hard to Do convey. it in a title. In <laughs> <laughs> a title.
2: Yeah. Um, how did I get the idea what did I say before Satan is I'm going to sit with Satan I think that's Satan the right Satan was answer. the genesis for the show uh, yo, I had this premise in my head that i I'd been thinking about how so Gabriel Bergmesser do you I think
0: yes yes he's been guest on oh the my show god before. of
2: course and he organises I'm like have oh, you met? <laughs> sorry um, here uh, so I, I live with him and I knew that he put on a lot of plays I knew he had this production company and I was like this is an opportunity. And as a creative, you know, you're always looking for an opportunity. As an unsuccessful creative, you're always looking for an opportunity. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, gosh, I really should give this a go. I'd never written theater before, but I was like, you know what? I've got this opportunity. I, and I, I'll kick myself if I don't at least try to put something up. And I was like, okay, I need a premise. One room, one night. Like I said, training wheels before I try and ride a Harley. Um, and then I just had this premise of what if I get a group of uh, people who think they're really open-minded and they invite a sex worker to dinner and it turns out they're not so open-minded as they think they are and all hell breaks loose as a, and that's it. It's kind of a classic trope, to mm. be honest. I think that's how I pitched as. Yeah, it's I a,
1: thought you said earlier that, yeah, but with theatre you can't just do blackouts or I didn't yeah. want to do a blackout. Th- there's a blackout in the show, but it, oh. it, it's not like it Did I, did it I, I say, was say it that was. once <laughs> a minute time. Well,
2: that's probably when I. Uh,
1: earlier in this interview. Yeah. Did I? Like you said, minutes. you didn't. Oh my no god! Cuts, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I think I said the ass is a gag. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Oh, there are no cuts. No, I going, might have No said, cuts. Are different. yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Well, I'm so lost. What was I saying?
0: You were saying uh, <laughs> that that's a classic trope. <laughs> yes. Oh, the
2: classic trope of like a dinner the party premise. with of old friends, where yeah. or, or not even old friends, a dinner party of people who know each other who have airs of something that they're and secrets and lies are exposed. Mm. Yeah. That is a classic story trope and i'm not afraid of a great trope especially when you subvert it and i feel i put my own spin on it and put and that was my take on it and that's where it started and um yeah it just kind of came from there like the whole what i'm actually trying to say with the story kind of came after the fact i knew i had this hook that i loved um and then as i was writing it it kind of the, the what i'm trying to say with the story came out of necessity really because i was like these people need to be the absolute worst and when i thought of the worst people i know I realized I actually wanted to say something about them. So it kind of, kind of flowed out like that. Oh, great. Yeah. There you go. I'm going
0: to
1: go. I wanted to unload my feelings about the worst people I know. So I put it into my art. and I I gave
0: them the exact names of them. Yeah. The
2: worst people I... Oh my god! The original draft literally did have the names of people I know. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and I had. Do you remember mm. that I changed all the names, or did you see it before? I That's re-handed? right. The worst
1: person was Molly oh, McSpeed gosh, originally,
2: don't you dare. and then you changed. She's it. my favourite person on this.
0: Earth. <laughs> Allegedly. <Okay>.
2: Uh, <laughs> I've actually named a character called Molly, and she's in psycho. So there you go. Yeah,
0: she has really blue eyes. <laughs> Oh my god, stop staring me down. Um, so Kashmir, your yes. debut uh, director on this. That's a weird word. How are you yes. finding your first run around at it? Um, uh,
1: another director. Keep in mind you haven't done tech yet. <laughs> yeah, so ask me in two really days. No, I'm a, a, another director I know who's working um, on another Midsummer Play at the moment. Um, said to my wife the other day, Oh, this is Cash's first time directing. He hasn't got first director shock eyes. I was like, well, that's a good sign, I guess. Wait to check. I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. It's
2: also a new description of your eyes to add to the... Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. like,
1: yeah, hey, everything's going great. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, I can see the psychopath now. Ah, Now that I do the, the, just the white to the eyes show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, No, I'm really, really enjoying it. Mainly because, I look, I didn't study to be a director, Mm. but having worked with so many different directors, with so many different styles, you can't help but have an opinion of what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you like and what you don't like. And that is my style. My style is being born out of Frankenstein monster, all of the things that oh, yeah. I like. Yeah. Taking taking the best bits. Remember. Taking the best bits. Yeah. And, um, and then giving my own little spin on top of that, I mm. guess. And I guess really my ethos is let the people with the expertise be experts at the thing rather than try and run the show and micromanage every little Mm. thing. Trust that these people are are professionals and let them focus on their one character because I don't have space in my head to go as deep with all of the characters as each of the individual mm. actors do. so but then they
0: won't, won't be looking at like the bigger picture. But they idea. can't see the bigger picture. So
1: that's right. With the first read, I, I said this, I said, you know, at this point I hold most of the uh, knowledge and the responsibility and the authority over it and you hold the least amount. But over time that's going to flip. And so mm. by the time opening night comes, I have basically no authority and no control and no ownership over it anymore, it's really going to be your creation and you know what? They've That's really happened. It's really become their beast and they know their characters and they know the story mm. better than I probably, or I see it from this outside perspective, the, the whole rather than the, the yeah. specifics.
2: They're such intelligent actors they as well. They are really I'm, intelligent um, And we knew that very well, well as soon yeah. as we cast them, we knew we were dealing with, well, I felt that we were dealing with, like, people that were far smarter than me. I think I've said this before. I was like, everyone involved in this is more talented than I am, so I'm not at all worried. So <laughs> they can only make it better at this yeah, point. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Gabe says it really nicely, and he's been saying it to me every time. I've been, like, stressed about it, which hasn't been a lot, to be honest. But um, he goes, the, the, the drafting belongs to the writer. The rehearsals belong to the the show belongs to the director and the sh- the run the performance belongs to the actors mm. and then after that it belongs to the audience. Mm. Nice. That's nice. Lovely. Yeah. That's great. He should be
0: a writer. Yeah, he, he should,
2: should be. be. It's, it's
0: quite poetic. Yeah, never heard of this guy before.
1: No. <laughs> HarperCollins published author Gabriel Bergmeiser
0: should be a writer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we should tell it um, <laughs> Guys, I think that's all we have time for um, sure. Thank you so much for coming on Thank uh, you for having us A wonderful little delve into your creative processes <laughs> um, And uh, do you want to hit us with a quick elevator pitch Just before we go
2: Would you like Ooh, to for me is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: you do Alright, four friends invite a sex worker to dinner To prove to each other how, Who's more progressive And so it becomes a game of woke chicken In a way they're competing with each other. Uh, and, of course, it all unravels. And the most grounded and down-to-earth person is the sex worker herself. And being the outsider from the friendship, I guess, she really is our surrogate audience member. Um, which is really nice, as Kath was talking about, as the the flip on the trope. Mm. That the person who um, traditionally would be the marginalized character is actually our in as the audience and the character that we side with
0: hmm. great and all hell breaks loose and all hell, all hell and breaks, all breaks loose. loose satan there you go all i told back. you blood is, blood is, this back. is
2: satan's work He <laughs> spoke through me i'm a vessel
1: <laughs> uh and if anyone
0: wants to follow you guys on any of the socials where would they do that uh
1: on facebook or instagram uh you want to follow bitten by productions mm-hmm. and um
2: i probably instagram's best for me although it's not it's a lot of dog pics, it I'll be honest, a
0: lot of art. But Catherine Chloe art uh, on Instagram. There you go. All right. Um, and all of the information for ticketing and all that will be in the link in the description. So uh, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Make sure you uh, leave a comment, rate, subscribe. All of that stuff helps me reach a wider audience. And have a wonderful time.